What's up, guys? Welcome to the Flawed Dad's Guide to Parenting, the podcast all about the average flawed dad learning to be a better parent. Today, Graham and I are talking about personal hygiene and getting your kids to take care of their own. We discuss making sure that they're brushing their teeth, washing their hands, wiping themselves after going to the bathroom, dealing with issues around bath time and showers, all those sorts of issues, and get down to how can we make it so that our kids actually want to do these things. We talk a little bit about our frustrations with getting our kids to do these things and what we've done to come up with some ideas to get better at this. Stick around and listen as a couple flawed dads figure out how not to screw up our kids too bad. Hey, Graham. Warren, hello. How are you doing, buddy? I'm very well, thank you. I'm, uh, you know what, I'm tired. I've been doing nothing but manual labor this week of digging out palm trees. I'm getting into the palm tree selling business. Fantastic. That, yeah. that sounds very interesting. Uh, before we dive into our topic, what has prompted you selling palm trees? They're too close to our house. That's the Coles Notes version of it. And we're doing a water line system running it to the back and uh, the palm tree is just right towards the connection point so it was just enough of that i was like yeah this is this is close and then my mother-in-law has told me that uh, how much the trees are worth i was like what you could sell these things for that much we'll get these things the hell out of here uh <laughs> daddy needs that cash <laughs> and so you've you've sold a couple of them now yeah Yep. That's pretty so good. We're, we're flush with fresh bills and I'm, I'm loving it. Well, and that should come in handy for upcoming dental visits. It's exactly the segue that I was going to go for. Yes. It's uh, <laughs> it's something that I'm uh, cautiously optimistic. I don't know what to say. This, this will be because of COVID. We just ignored dental visits last year. Mm-hmm. Um, forget it. And so now things are coming out a little bit. Everyone's getting their vaccines a little bit more. So, okay, we've scheduled, I think it's a couple of weeks from now is their visit. Um, it'll be our youngest is first and our uh, oldest McKenna is their second visit right. of all time. So we'll see what happens. So we've been, because of this, as is always the case with all of our, discussions and podcasts and episodes we want to talk about essentially personal hygiene in all those different aspects i think it's a good topic i think particularly with with young girls it's one that is very pertinent i don't know about you but in why young girls why do you say that about young like what makes so we have had over the 10 years that i've had daughters a massive number of utis in our house oh really oh yeah because our daughters refuse to wipe and I cannot for the life of me manage to convince them that wiping and, and particularly from front to back is incredibly important. See Uh, my, my daughter has totally eliminated that because um, she still asks us to wipe for her. Yeah. Right. And when you ask her why, like, you're old enough, you can do this. She's like, I don't want to wash my hands. I don't want you to do it. I'm like, well, I respect, <laughs> I respect the thought process. You don't want to wash your hands <laughs> and you're getting me to do it. <sighs> I mean, yeah. All right. I mean, that's, that's well thought out. I will give you the win. The yeah. Dub, the dub is yours. I will continue, but it's not enjoyable. No, 
no, not at all. And I, I think the personal hygiene thing branches out into all the other aspects, you know, whether it's wiping or showering, bathing, brushing teeth, washing hands. Like there's so many things that we need to get them to do Yeah, that just become, God, it feels like I'm constantly nagging my kids to yeah. do that shit over and over again. The washing hands, is that an issue anymore? Um, I think because of COVID, they have really gotten into line with it. But still before coming to the dinner table, they have to be reminded to go wash their hands. Right? They don't automatically think, okay, dinner time, time to go wash my hands. Yeah. Um, usually after going to the bathroom, they're washing their hands. They don't flush and they don't wipe, but they wash their hands. Yeah, I would say the washing the hands after the going to the bathroom bit, that's lackluster for sure. Um, yeah. She, and I'm talking about McKenna mainly, the oldest one. I mean, the youngest one, I mean, she loves dropping her pants and pissing in the grass. <laughs> so, you know, doesn't touch her hands. So no need to wash them, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> that's her, her <laughs> method of choice. And <laughs> she has no pants on like 90% of the day, uh, not by trying effort from from our perspective, right? Just every, every now and then, like friends come over, she pretty much always has no pants on. I'm like, well, I'll just deal with it. You're uncomfortable? Yeah. Get out then. Because like, she's <laughs> just the way she is. <laughs> it's, yeah. it is. it's her house. She yeah. rules this place. You're lucky that she's not asking you to take off your pants. So just, uh, yeah, get used to it. Um, you know, the, the UTI thing for me, was really scary because we wound up having uh, one of the girls, uh, the middle one, develop a kidney infection Damn. from a UTI. I didn't got, know that. That got so bad. Wow. And and so it's it's something that I keep trying to impress on the girls that good hygiene is incredibly important, but I just, I can't seem to get it through their heads. And so I thought this would be a good opportunity for us to chat about some of the tips that maybe I could use to figure this out and and to get it going i mean we've tried well, all kinds of things with brushing teeth but uh yeah i mean you would hard. think that pain is often a great motivator uh you know like and and having a uti is not necessarily pain um and i haven't had one so i can't necessarily but it's itchy and it, like it, it's it's close to pain type stuff and Boy, you would think that that type of well, pain would be enough. Like the, the fevers and stuff that come with it, or, well, or fe- like, yeah, oh, really? Yeah, they're they're pretty nasty. Like okay, it's well, a proper can... infection. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you would think that that is enough of a lesson. Like, nah, I don't really want to go through that again. You would think that, but my kids <laughs> seem to just go, "Hey, let's do that again. That was fun, and so, worth it." I don't yeah, have to. Exactly. <laughs> Like the amount of times I don't have to wipe, no, it's worth it for sure. The chance of a UTI, you know. (laughs) So it's because of the wiping aspect. You said the lack of wiping. It's it can be a lack of wiping. It can also be a wiping in the wrong direction, sort of. Yeah, right. I'm not an expert in this uh, field. Um, I I guess fortunate that. You haven't had to go through McKenna that. McKenna is, I guess, enough. I don't know. Vanessa's maybe taught. I've never really 
taught her per se, but I think the mm-hmm. majority of the time she's like, Hey, I don't poop at school. Right. I come home. I do my business. Um, and you handle that at home, mm-hmm. mom and dad. So like yeah. we're covering that aspect, <laughs> I guess. I remember hearing a while ago about trying to teach your kids um, a method to do that is by smearing some peanut butter on a surface mm-hmm. and, and sort of teaching them to use toilet paper and wiping the peanut butter off and noticing right. like it's not just one clean wipe here. It's mm-hmm. you have to do it a few times in order to get rid of it. I thought that was a, I, that is a good idea. I've always had that in the back of my mind. We didn't do that with McKenna um, probably because we just continuously do it for her. Um, but she's old enough now uh, that, uh, you know, we say just wipe until you don't see anything. And she, <laughs> we're getting into specifics here. She's like, I'm always clean as a whistle. Just so. <laughs> and surprisingly, the majority of the time, I don't understand how it works. Um, but yeah, you go back and you try and clean things up and there's no peanut butter. <laughs> see, you know, my kids would probably with the peanut butter, they'd wipe it once. They'd notice it's still there and they'd go, eh, who cares? <laughs> just, it's the 80, 20 rule. Yeah, I got 80% right. of that first wipe. <laughs> Pareto principle, baby. We yeah. good. <laughs> so other than, other than spreading peanut butter all over our house to teach them how to wipe their butts, what are some of the things that we can do to try and improve uh, personal hygiene? Where should we start? Do you think? What are we? Where are we going? Let's, let's start. Going... Let's start with bath time because I know bath time can be a nightmare uh, for a lot of people. You know, because either kids don't enjoy it or they enjoy it too much and you can't get them out. So yes, I agree. And I know I think most parents they use bath time as a nightly routine, um, mm-hmm. especially younger children. Yeah, get them in the bath to get them ready for bed, etc maybe because we're a little bit more uh, I'll call it unorganized in the evening. Um, we eat later. Ideally we'd, we'd rather have earlier like five thirty type timeline, um, which gives a lot more leeway post dinner to be able to actually sit down and, and do some different things. But most of the time it's uh, eating closer towards bedtime actually. And then just going directly into, okay, brush teeth, read books, go to bed type stuff. Right. Um, and we've never made it a point to, to do bath time. Uh, maybe f- from a whole bunch of things. One of them is, uh, you know, baths, parents, we, for younger children, you have to be around in the bath a whole bunch. You're not able to like, you're there just watching them play in the water. You might get splash yourself. It's kind of annoying. Center. Anyways, we've never done that. And so we, keep the number of baths down for sure. Um, yeah. How frequently would your children bath? You think we try and do it every, every second day, Rachel and I usually look at each other over the dinner table and go, did they, did they have a bath last night? If the answer isn't an unequivocal, yes, it's bath night. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, so we base ours decision off of uh, stickiness level of the hair. <laughs> 
<laughs> how madded it is. That's our <laughs> metric. Like if, if the girls are starting to grow dreadlocks, then it's time for a bath. You grab that brush and the brush sticks. It, it's, it's a, it's a level thing. If it, if it sticks towards the top of the head, then you know, it's right. real bath time. If it's towards the bottom, ah, she's got another few days here. It's like a, you know, it's a gauge there. Right. <laughs> That's a good way That's to measure it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I call it when I brush, I, I intend to brush McKenna's hair um, before school and I call it the honey badger. Oh God. Mm. The honey badger must've been big time in the bed last <laughs> night because <laughs> this thing is an absolute ball and I cannot do anything about it. Um, I've developed a pretty good technique of brushing hair. We can get into that some other time, but actually that's, you know what, that's a good one from a personal hygiene perspective. Like, so you're brushing her hair every day before school. I cannot get Navina, you know, 10 years old to brush her hair before she goes. And it's just, it is like a matted mess, whether she's just had a shower or a bath or, or not like her hair just clumps up into a ball every single morning it's that honey badger i'm telling you oh it's brutal and then getting her to try and brush it she'll do this it'll get stuck and she's just freaks out it's like no i'm not brushing it right um so you know leave-in conditioner mm -hmm. is a big thing in our house yep um and anything we can do special brushes all those sorts of things to try and get uh hair brushing done because it's a challenge doing it the night before as well uh, has actually it, it's surprising i would have thought that all oh, the nighttime is the thing that does it and clearly it gets involved but having the brushed hair before you go to bed yeah uh, it's amazing how much and I, I don't do it very often but the nights that i do it's amazing how it works so um, let's let's go back to the idea of routine because i think i think well, we're that's still on bath the, time i guess still, yeah but bath time being a part of a routine i think routine is is one of those things that helps with getting them to do a bath, like them being accustomed to knowing that there is going to be a bath time every on certain days or that sort of thing. For sure. And that is something that we are not models of. <laughs> There's no question. As I said, the routine is stickiness level. That's the yeah. routine. Um, and that's it. We, we don't have anything about a bath schedule. I think, I think we're mostly uh, we're we're on the side of not bathing very often, just because of I uh, reading about it um, mm -hmm. ultimately, and and I think that people all feel like they need to bathe more often. Uh, kids need to bathe more often, or similar to what adults do, um, which is just not necessary. Right. Um, and uh, I just an article, um, the like so obviously in the zone that we're mostly in uh, six to 11 right now, uh, the American Academy of Dermatology actually recommends bathing children um, once or twice a week. Okay. So we're overkill. Yeah. With, with uh, three times a week. They, they said in it or when they get dirty from actually playing outside mm -hmm. or in a swimming pool or sweaty, um, you know, something like that. So the little exclusions there, but if a failing sure. getting filthy or going to a pool, et cetera, just once or twice a week um, okay. is, is all is necessary. And what I, I'm trying to look here um, just about bathing uh, your baby and just don't do it daily. Um, right. Instead aim for a bath once a week. Mm -hmm. 
okay. um, which is interesting. So our youngest, um, who's still in diapers, I will use just water and wash her um, private area or whatever it is just mm-hmm. to try and get the <laughs> urine smell, et cetera, off of her. <laughs> um, you know, small things. Uh, yeah, just about just that. little things. Just washing that, but, but it, failing everything else. Um, yeah, I would say that she's probably in a once a week thing just because also, oh, that is a battle every time to wash her hair. It is not enjoyable. Um, it's not that she like, she hates getting soap in her eyes or anything like that. We do a pretty good job with that, but just, nope, my hair getting washed, rubbing her head or anything like that. That is not her game. She hates it. And it's a fight every time. I think we're, we're fortunate that because we have bathed the girls, I guess so often we very seldom get a fight about the bath. I mean, Navina at, at 10, she, she will not get in the bath, but she will have a shower on her own. No problem. Um, and at this point I can run the bath and leave the kids to do their own thing and they will shower they'll shampoo and condition their own hair and wash themselves. Um, so it's, it's a lot less of a problem because we spent so much time doing it repetitively and they'll go in and they'll, they'll spend half an hour in the tub, just playing the younger right. two. And so, so Lilia will wash her hair and condition herself herself. Um, she will, but uh, Allie's usually in there with her. Mm. And, and so Allie will help her to do it. So we've, we've started to now pass on our parental duties to the children. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. But yeah, child labor. Right. That's the reason why you have kids is in order to. <laughs> That's why you have multiple kids. Offload <laughs> all of the things and responsibilities that you want to parenting do. duties down. Right. So you know this house is getting a little dirty here. <laughs> you think you have a bad look at Cinderella? Jeez. <laughs> so the bath the bath time hasn't been too big of a problem for us. I I will I'll give one caveat to that one story where I performed particularly poorly as a father um navina our oldest was fighting me one day on having a shower and it had been three or four days now looking back understanding that she only needs a shower once a week this was particularly poor performance on my part um, once or twice this but i had twice. once or twice okay i was getting increasingly frustrated with the fact that she would not take a shower And I gave her the ultimatum that she was either going to take off her clothes and get in the shower, or she was being placed in the shower with all of her clothes on. (laughs) I think you can guess which option she chose. And so she went into the shower with all of her clothes on. Okay. She was so fucking mad at me. It was unbelievable. She was wearing a hoodie, so it just soaked in all of the water and she's just, you know, like a drowned rat in the, in the shower. Um, yeah. She did not forgive me for multiple days for that one. Uh, there was, there was subtle reminders of it for the next couple of days. <laughs> did she, did she just get wet or did she actually continue and shower off? Or was that like, she was just, no, so she bad. decided then to take off her clothes and, and to actually have a shower. Okay. So 
parenting successful. Wins. Yes. <laughs> uh, likely traumatizing and, you know, creating issues for a therapist to deal with down the road. Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, points of improvement, I suppose. So yeah. looking back, what would, would I do that done? again? Uh, I think I probably would have realized that that one particular shower was not important enough to do that over. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, one thing that we talked about a little bit, I guess, is trying to, you know, if it is bath time, that's a, an issue. Um, getting them to look forward to it uh, by doing maybe something special, et cetera. And it sounds like the younger ones um, have a, a blast in there for the most part. It's not uh, yeah. as big of a deal. I think once it, it probably pushes beyond um, bath time. Once it gets into a shower, it's more utilitarian. Um, and so it becomes less, less fun, right? It's not a, it's not a bath. It's not a playtime. It's a, like, yeah. okay, I'm coming to clean. Like, if I don't want to wipe my butt, why am I showering as well? Yeah, but I probably I probably could have put on some music or I there are probably plenty of ways that I could have made it more fun. Yeah. But instead I reinforced its utilitarian nature yeah. and threw her into the shower yeah. or placed her into the shower with all of her clothes on. So that's one of the tips is trying to make it more fun. And as you said, I mean there is the one thing about parenting is always an opportunity to be creative, isn't it? Right. Mm. And, and think about like, okay, there's a problem. Like what more can we do to try and make things more interesting overall? Can, is there, is your child competitive in some capacity? Mm-hmm. All right. How fast well, let's can you see, do it? Let's yeah. see how, I mean, doing it well, but how quickly do you think if you could focus, like rubbing, like getting your hair done, like maybe we can skip the conditioner type, like type stuff. Mm. Um, boy, that would be, it's amazing. I've, I haven't ever touched a conditioner bottle forever, but having short hair, that would be a, an interesting world to be in with uh, children with short hair overall, right? Mm-hmm. Not having to do with that conditioner thing. Um, that's the nice part about our youngest daughter for the longest time is having yeah. the short hairs is growing out, haven't had to deal with it, but now it's it's longer. So we need to have it done. And ugh, it's just an extra step of having to rinse. <laughs> Forget about it. Yikes. Um, so, I mean, I guess those are a couple of tips routine, trying to make it some fun. If there is a problem with baths, I mean, that's certainly a big thing. I know just simple things for even um, trying to keep soap out of the eyes, Mm -hmm. having them the cloth, the washcloth over the, over the face. We did that for, for the kids when they were really young for a long time. That's a pretty good one. I always try and get them to say, okay, well, look up at the ceiling. Look up at the ceiling the entire time while I'm doing it. That's the the thing. And keep your, let's rinse your hands first uh, from soap because that's the, mm-hmm. <laughs> you could do, you could do all the greatest things, the washcloth, et cetera, et cetera. Their hands are in the bathtub. And then naturally their first reaction is to put their hands, knuckles up into their eyeballs and scrub it. And they're like, ah, <laughs> why is it you have done this <laughs> i haven't done a darn thing here yeah this is all you <laughs> you and your soapy hands uh i and i think those two tricks you know making it fun and and uh routine and stuff work really well for you know the whole reason we started this conversation was the whole dentist thing is getting them to brush their teeth um now your girls are a little younger, so I think you're 
still probably heavily involved in the teeth brushing aspect. But as they get a little older, you tend to pass that on to them as a responsibility for them. And you say, you know, at bedtime, okay, go brush your teeth. And in the morning, brush your teeth. Yeah. But it's, it's a, that one to me is a constant battle. Like, I don't understand why I have to remind them twice a day, every day to do it. Yeah. I hear you. It's, I remember reading something about um, that the time that you can maybe hands off them brushing them teeth, them, they're brushing their teeth themselves is when they can tie their own shoes. That's sort of the crossover point. Um, if they're able to do that, then they can brush their own teeth. We, so I've done, I've implemented the, the strategy of brushing my teeth before I eat um, breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I found that I would forget to brush my teeth in the morning. Yeah. Right. I would eat breakfast and then uh, because I work from home, it's, <laughs> it's a different matter when you're going out, right. There's a like, okay, I'm going to be going and actually seeing other people, et cetera. Um, I should probably go brush my teeth and et cetera. But yeah. when you're working from home, <laughs> thanks to everything that's gone on, of course, um, that you trigger is multiple there. days without having to worry about Exactly. What's that stent? <laughs> <laughs> Let's play that game. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I figured, okay, well, the, the trigger for me needs to be then eating. Okay. Mm. Before I eat, I need to brush my teeth. And that's the thing I've realized has worked very, very well for me. And so now that's the rule that I'm starting to implement um, with, with our daughters either. Right. Before you have any type of food, you need to brush your teeth. And have you, have you read the book Atomic Habits? I haven't. Okay. So Atomic Habits basically breaks it down into that uh, you need to have these sequential habits for them to form any type of um, you know, repetitive nature in your mind. And so for me, you know, brushing my teeth is I go to the, I turn on the shower, go to the bathroom, have the shower, get out, brush teeth, deodorant, you know and get dressed, get ready to go. Then I go out to do, start making the girls breakfast, that sort of thing. And every single one is automatically followed by the next thing. So there's no question of what am I doing next? Because it's, it's just so repetitive. I never forget to do anything unless I forget to shower. Then the whole day is, you know, completely (laughs) fucked. Um, So I think building that same sort of atomic habit repetition for kids is probably a very good idea, particularly with regards to brushing teeth. And unless it's, you know, finish your meal, clear your plate, go brush your teeth. If it's not consistent in where it is, you don't have that automatic pathway. Yeah. I think it also depends on timing as well. (laughs) I feel like we have less of an issue in terms of getting her to do the things that need to get done in the morning because, um, she sleeps in and mm-hmm. we have very limited time between when she naturally wakes up and time to leave. So it's like, right. Hey, you know how quick, like you need to get going here. So mm-hmm. get dressed, brush your teeth, go to the bathroom, eat, yeah. focus, 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 focus. <laughs> and my point is that whereas if someone was typically waking up early, there's a lot more time involved. And so you don't necessarily have to get into that routine as much because 
um, you're like, well, I'm going to play for a bit. And from a child's perspective, of course, there's so much time. And so they're going to go do that. And I think that is a, a problem in terms of the habit. Whereas we, McKenna is able to get ready in 20 minutes, like brushing her teeth, getting dressed and eating breakfast. Yeah. Right. Of course, she's not preparing the breakfast. We're doing a lot of that stuff in the back end and I'm brushing her hair while she's eating. And like, we're, you know, a whole team trying to, it's like a, it's like an <laughs> like F1 a race team. car. Yeah, exactly. NASCAR, whatever. Right. We're all just <laughs> trying to get things going as much as possible uh, to get this, this performance car out of the, the I gate. Think I have to say, I think that works. Okay. When you've got one, I think you, oh, that, yeah. that you're getting out to school, but when Kendra starts going to school, I think you're going to have a real problem with that. Like you're, you're going to have to get McKenna like delegating some of those tasks to her. Well, you, I mean, they're four years apart. So yeah, geez, you've got some you time. You would think by the time, yeah, four years. No, I make now. no assumptions given my children. <laughs> Zero assumptions. I'm, well, it, it changes would, the game. I would caution everybody else to make assumptions on what you think your kid is going to be capable of at a particular point in time, because <laughs> you will be so unbelievably wrong. It is it's three crazy. kids. Yeah. I can only imagine. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, we're like one NASCAR pit crew trying to service three NASCARs all coming into the pit at the same time. <laughs> so back to the teeth brushing thing. Yes. The back on point Warren. I guess the same thing applies to about how do you get them to do it? If there's an issue, making it fun as well um, mm -hmm. is another aspect, just like trying to make the bath fun as well. Um, and I mean, you want to try and get them to brush probably for at least two minutes at a time. Yeah. Um, twice a day type stuff. I know for us, we've gotten them uh, electric toothbrushes, mm -hmm. which have a two minute timer. So it's brush your teeth until that timer stops. Like it's yeah. a very easy thing. It'll buzz and let you know when this thing's finished. So um, that has been, you know, a big thing. One other thing that we've done, um, have you ever heard of disclosing tablets? No. So what these are is that they're, basically tooth dye okay oh yes okay yes i have uh i've never heard them called disclosing tablets but the dentist gave these to one of the girls after she came back with particularly gnarly uh plaque on her teeth and did they use it she did yes is that and she wild? and she this is Allie, and she has gotten so much better at brushing her teeth because of it mckenna uh we had uh, some of those and she loved doing it right she's like oh, maybe i can't wait for my teeth to get red and i can see all the different spots <laughs> so was... go back and go back and explain how they work for anybody who doesn't who's never used them before right so what these tablets are are little red dye um, tablets that you put in um, they absorb and after um, after you brush your teeth Okay, it, it, it basically sticks to all the remaining like plaque or areas that you might not have brushed very effectively. So it doesn't stick at all really to the teeth parts that you've cleaned well. And it really shows you how well you're doing overall for brushing. And as parents for us, you know, 
even even us brushing it, maybe we've missed a spot or not. Um, but it really reinforces how good or bad um, they're doing it. And certainly McKenna absolutely loved um, the idea of dyeing her teeth and things like that. So um, now you can just pick it was these a fun up in, game. in the grocery store, right? Oh yeah, Amazon. Yeah, grocery store, wherever. Um, Two hundred, like on on Amazon. Well, this is Canadian, um, but uh, like two hundred and fifty tablets are sixty bucks. Okay. So like so, forty five bucks American. Exactly. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, that's a a decent amount of brushing that you're dying your teeth yeah. for. Um, and those are what we did is we split them up as well because a full tablet is a decent amount of tabs. So we just broke it up um, and they did that. And it was, it was a fun, a big back to that fun point. She absolutely loved doing it. Right. And still enjoys doing it. Um, right. But it becomes less of a, a game when the red dye doesn't stick with your teeth as much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's more. Yeah. Which is the point. So you have to make sure that it's not, Oh, I'm going to, you know, really mess up my teeth so that I, I get to see the red dye. Yeah. You know, you don't want to create that opposite reward from what you were going for. <laughs> so I don't know what other fun things that, I mean, parents out there can obviously use their career. Those are the few things that we've done. Um, but we had an app, we had a, uh, a toothbrush that was connected to an app and they actually got rewards on the app for the amount of time. And it, it tracked, um, it tracked how many times they turned the toothbrush in their mouth too, to make sure that they got all the different areas in their mouth. Oh, wow. It was, it was a really interesting one. Of course it broke down shortly afterwards and, and we're just like, uh, I don't really want to pay to get this fixed or buy another one. Yes. Um, but it was, it was fun while it lasted. That's for sure. We just bought doing them like a new a toothbrush song. Too. Yeah. Yep. Or getting them to sing their ABCs or hum their ABCs twice or that okay. sort of thing. Yeah. There's a bunch of different techniques for getting them to do the timing properly. Have How good are your children at getting the teeth brushing? Is it like, is this something that you need to be working on as well and trying to come up with different techniques to be able Allie, to get them to do it? Yeah. Allie and Lily, Allie and Lily are pretty good about it. Uh, mornings are a little tough because it, because it hasn't fallen into the routine properly. Um, Navina, it's very difficult. It's a constant reminder, but I think that's more to do with the ADHD than anything else, right? Like her, her life is constant squirrel, right? It's just, <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's how she lives uh, until something really catches her attention. But um, brushing her teeth does not give her dopamine, right? So it's, it's not something that she is, incentivized like self-incentivized to to do yeah um so we've we have to figure out other ways to do it it's really challenging to get her to do it and she's the one who's you know having to see an orthodontist because she's going to need braces and all these sorts of things so it's even more important for her to take care of her teeth i know with mckenna there's been naturally some times where it's like i don't i don't want to brush my teeth or i don't want to candy or things like that right and and so i've i've come up with like hey listen i repeat it quite often i say what is mommy and daddy's job and now she knows what the answer is it's 
to keep you, to keep me healthy and safe and ideally happy. Ideally, but <laughs> right. Uh, she doesn't say ideally, but happy, healthy, <laughs> and safe. That's, that's what I repeat to her and she knows the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's our job. The healthy part is also brushing our teeth. Teeth are very important. I'll leave it to you at the same time though. If you want, if you don't want to brush your teeth, you're going to be going to a dentist and they're going to be drilling into your teeth and filling with cavities. Is that something that you're interested in doing? No, is naturally the answer. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the reason why you want to brush your teeth properly, the reason why you don't want to fill your face with candy just before bedtime, all these different things that you're trying to do is avoiding the dentist overall, right? Yeah. And that drill, ultimately, the dentist is a friendly individual. It's just the drill is not the friendly individual. Yes. Get rid of it. And I guess reinforcing the idea behind that um, over, over, and over again, like everything, right? Boy, it would be great if you could just have that lesson once and, uh, okay, got it, dad. Like, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Totally sunk it in. And I was listening to you talking the entire time. (laughs) Full body listening the entire time. That's right. What a utopian world, right? <laughs> you just hope that, man, can they just listen to pick up ideally? I'm just shooting for 25%. Can they remember 25% of the stuff that I'm talking about and add, the, add that together over time? I would say that's still a uh, a pretty high target. 25%. That's why I'm aiming for it. Yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a high bar for sure. So those types of things is is reinforcing the reasons why they're doing it. Why you think we're, you think we're just enjoying having to remind you to do this sort of stuff. Is this, this is their job here. Like with this, I get, I go to bed every night and think, man, I cannot wait to remind you to do this again tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure that they get our sarcasm. This is but the I, reason why I got into parenting yeah. because I love repeating myself constantly <laughs> over and over for your benefit. <laughs> I I have certainly caught myself in that sarcasm a few times with them looking at me like, is he being serious or is he being sarcastic? Like, I, does he enjoy reminding me of this? Is he a masochist? Like, <laughs> McKenna has maybe because I'm sarcastic 99% of the time <laughs> that she's aware that she's figured it out. Every yeah. question, it's like, no, I recognize that whatever it is you don't, you don't enjoy doing that. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, okay. So we talked about bath time and uh, brushing teeth and washing hands um we didn't really other... talk about washing hands did we i mean well after after bathroom that sort of thing before dinner yeah a little bit in terms of actually getting to do it i feel like that's less of a conversation now because of covid yeah. and it's being reinforced at every level at this point yeah right schools are showing like it it certainly has helped a lot in terms of that aspect. yeah but i still get i think there's pushback Sure. There's a lot to be said. I mean, in, in British Columbia here where we are this last winter, there was one case 
of recorded influenza in the entire province. You're kidding. Wow. I didn't one, know that. One recorded case because <laughs> of all of the hand washing. We didn't have a flu season. Right. Uh, and I mean, when's the last time you got a cold? Right. I know it's, I mean, we've I, still I, had we a, talked about a this already. House, like I, I don't hardly know. any. Yeah. I think in one comparison. was the beginning of school year. Um, we yeah. Because had... our children are walking, talking Petri dishes that yep. bring home every possible illness that's out there. But a lot less now. I mean, yeah. ever since I haven't had uh, the year before, man, it was every week. I felt like Vanessa and I were getting sick. It was, yep. oh, and, and that was, boy, if you're trying to look at any type of silver lining of this whole thing, I mean, it's a, it's a leap to say, oh, this is this is overall a very good thing. Um, <laughs> that would be a very dangerous leap. Very, very dangerous. yeah, and uh, horrible thing to say. Yeah, yeah. But if you're to look at some positive aspect, it's the fact that overall, I, I mean, I've never been healthier almost mm-hmm. um, in terms of illnesses uh, perspective. Fortunately, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because of all the, you know, one thing that is not talked about just about hygiene in general, that is not spoken about very much is reinforcing to children and parents and adults out out there, because we're all horrible at it, is just not touching your face. Yeah, that's a huge one. I have a big problem with that because of my beard. Yeah. I am constantly stroking my beard as a form of uh, thought. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous because I don't think any better when I'm stroking my beard. It's just totally just unconscious thing. But it, I mean, the only reason why you need to wash your hands is because you're thinking about putting touching something, your yeah. touching your face, right? Yeah. So you don't have, hey, don't wash your hands at all. Don't bother, right? If just don't use, touch anything that goes near your face. Don't yeah. touch anything. Yeah. You use a knife and fork for everything if you're going to do that, right? Um, and uh, don't touch your face and never have to wash your hands again. Uh, type stuff but that doesn't exist right we and and that's one thing that i've really really tried to remember myself is just not touch your face that's a a big thing um and and maybe because i'm at home so much now that touching my face has become more commonplace because like i'm in my own compound here um i don't leave anywhere so yeah i just pick my nose freely yeah, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think of that? I mean, you're you say you are pretty bad at. Do you think? Yeah, I'm definitely. Is bad everyone at it. else is going to it? Do Do you actually for highlight that? Do you talk about that aspect with the kids? We certainly did at the beginning of the pandemic, way more than we ever had before. Uh, it's probably something that we should refresh. Having said that. I don't see the kids touching their face much that mm. it's just not something they do because it's probably being reinforced at school too. And the stuff that they're putting on their hands, the the sanitizer stinks. And so they don't want to put their hands near their face. Yeah. Interesting. The biggest thing for the girls, for our girls, at least is the hair in the face. Right. Right. And just that's, they're touching their face a lot because of that, right? It mm-hmm. happened to blow in their mouth, right? And so then they get their fingers right close to there and things like that. So that's, we've really tried to highlight the wrapping up the hair a little bit, yeah. just trying to keep that away um, from the face because that's been the biggest issue at all. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it makes sense. Um, are there any other hygiene areas that we should chat about? <laughs> Feet? Are we, are we going to no? No, I think I think we probably <laughs> covered everything. Okay. Um, what do you think? You think of anything else? No, no, I think that's good. So, so routine being a, a big one, the the habit forming. So making sure that there's, uh, you know, a series of tasks that are completed in, in order so that it's easier to remember to do those things. Um, making things fun. So involving play, competition, those sorts of things into it makes it easier to for your child to engage. And um, diligent, repetitive messaging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's just say nagging you know <laughs> constant <laughs> nagging about uh about doing it with hopefully a story of reinforcing why we need <laughs> yeah, to do it that's right <sighs> so so rational um rational and logical explanation of why they should be doing these things yeah so and I mean, yeah, there's certainly some things that I've thought about making it fun is, is always something that you don't necessarily treat. You don't, you don't think of immediately all the time, but making things fun and making games seems like a no brainer that I definitely going to implement more. Um, yeah. I don't know why well, I, I mean, do it more YouTube often. videos, blog articles, there's all kinds of things on, on every different hygiene thing on making it fun. So, and we'd love to hear from there. you folks uh, yeah. out there there are any games or things that you do that uh, work so well um i'm sure the the power of the community overall will have some great points so um please uh check us out um if you want to dm us on instagram at the flawed at flawed dad podcast um we're we're always manning the thing there and uh, of course if you want to send us an email to hello at flawedad.com uh, we're always happy to receive any type of communication um, and we'll actually respond to you because we're human beings and we like to talk to other human beings as well. So, most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. Unless you're most a dick. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're going to start saying that I'm a child abuser for making my kids do chores, then you're getting deleted and blocked. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only bar. Don't do that. That's, yeah. You're good. Yeah, you're good. Um, so yeah, uh, flawdad.com for the website. Uh, reach out to us. And thanks so much for listening. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. All the best.